0: Start. Hello, all you cartridge blowers out there. This is N64 Life with myself, Cliff Foster, aka the amazing Cliff. On the old Twitter, your guide for the world's greatest computer game console of all time, the Nintendo 64! And um this is going all too well, isn't it? I've had a whole year already of there being no delays to podcasts. And even though, even though I'm gonna tell you this story now, and you might have seen this if you're on my Twitch, uh sorry on my Twitter, um, I, I was I was editing the lovely conversation that I've had, and I, I will we'll go into the interview in a minute. Um, and my tooth just randomly broke whilst eating cereal. Like I'm 35, teeth shouldn't be breaking yet, should they? Ah, oh, see, Anakin looks sad. He's waving. He's waving. He's not waving. He's a dog. Not waving you. But no, I've got to go to the dentist tomorrow. They booked me in for an emergency appointment, rushing me in to see. Um, so, at this present moment, neither of the Twitch streams. <laughs> If if you're going on Twitter today and you see me going, it's been delayed, you know that I've been through massive amount of surgery and more likely can't talk because my mouth's so numb or swollen or something like that. <laughs> Let's hope it's not. But tomorrow is meant to be a lovely phoning show for all of you subscribers. Um so if you are a subscriber to the Twitch account N64Life Podcast, you can phone in tomorrow using the Discord if you are not on the Discord already come and join us across there the uh link to discord is in the notes below it's in the notes it's in them notes and if you are part of those twitch streams you can claim chat points and one of those things you can claim is a shout out so today we haven't got the other one so that the stream won't break but we've got a morpher we've got sean we've got neil we've got sarah Hey, sarah we've got james we've got adam and we've got M. I am i am she is waving she's waving wave back i am i am how's it going i am anyway um but no um thank you very much for everyone getting involved really nice streams uh, recently we're playing two rock three on a sunday now that escalated quickly from uh playing <laughs> sin and punishment but yeah we're playing Two or 3 you I'm quite enjoying it i do keep getting this urge to play ocarina of time again still keep getting this urge but i put it to the vote and you guys <laughs> no other vote ended up like this as well with a 52 against 48 <laughs> majority oh flashbacks um you voted to continue on with two up three and actually do you know what we're progressing we're doing quite nicely um do I think is as good as two up two? Ah, you have to wait and find out until another podcast. Because today's podcast is a player two enters the pod, and we have an awesome guy with us today. I mean, somebody that I've interacted with over the last year or so um, through being a moderator. He's a moderator on Cultaholic. Um, absolutely genuine lovely bloke really entertaining streamer as well so consumable pete is here if you're not already following him go onto twitch now go and give consumable pete a follow go and give his show a watch and say the cliff sent you so here we go player two enters the pod consumable pete let's do this Hello, you? Hello. Hello! And introduce yourselves to everyone that doesn't know who you are, Pete. Introduce you, Hi, yourself. Hi!
1: My name's Cliff and I'm the host of the N64 Life podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you
0: later. Bye. I'm done. See you later.
1: <laughs> Right, anyway, so today we're going to be talking about a various list of N64 video games. <laughs> Make your favorite, Cliff, and you tell me what you want to talk about. I'm sorry. i had to do it with you. I going to do that on every podcast that I appear on.
0: Oh, you're gonna, I'll tell you what, this more likely won't be your first time, or last time on, Ooh. and you're gonna do it every bloody time, aren't you?
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, and I'll make it worse, too, like, it'll be like a, I can make it like a continuing story, whereby, like, I've taken over the podcast, I've taken over your stream, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wendy, and then I take your family, okay, no, I'm sorry. And
0: then we'll be introducing the multiverse, and, you know, it's just gonna expand and expand from there, really. <laughs>
1: Anyway, to answer your question seriously, hi, my name's Consumable Pete. I'm an American, unfortunately. I like to stream on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Consumable Pete.
0: Lovely. What do you Twitch? What do you stream?
1: What do I Twitch? I like to Twitch various things. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had to do it to you. <laughs> um, so uh, it depends on the day. Uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm just sticking to, no, really, I'm just sticking to uh, Thursday streams for right now. I was doing like two, three, four days a week. But hmm. for right now, right now, I'm kind of just sticking to Thursdays at, like, 5, 6 p.m. Eastern, which is 10, 11 p.m. GMT.
0: So, you know, for the late night crowd.
1: Um, yeah, but it's... And
0: especially with us over here. It's anything. Uh, we're both wrestling fans. You don't know the pain I've been through in the last 15 to 20 years of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, like, want it starting Raw at 1 a.m.?
0: Uh, no one's watching Raw at six PM, let alone one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching watching Robert time. <laughs> well, we me and you have a little thing going. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't be right if I did not start this stream. Well, this stream, mm-hmm. this podcast, because has got me talking about streams. Um sorry. This podcast without asking you a serious question, Pete. This is like mm-hmm. this is like the most serious question I could ask you. This is gonna shock the world. But how many sticks of honey have you got remaining?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna use my serious voice here. Go on, go. On. I'm, gonna, I'm, go gonna, close I'm gonna take to it the, down. This is my, close, close, my. close, close to close. We're gonna take it way down. The, bring We're in, bring down. in. We're gonna be very serious here. This is this is life or death. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not part of the show. <laughs> this is not part of tonight's entertainment. I have two sticks of honey. Yes! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Two sticks. Two sticks, ladies and gentlemen. I'm holding up two fingers. Two sticks. Anyway. You telling me to jump on? (laughs) No, that's the other way. That's the other way, Pete. That's the other way. Jesus. Oh, sorry. So, you're here, obviously. We're going to chat a bit about the N64. Now, tell me how your journey started with the N64.
1: It it started on a a cold December morning. Uh, like like a lot of kids i imagine i got Mm. it for christmas i i want to say it was 1997 and the reason i want to say it was 1990s i i believe it was out by then and if not i'm gonna look like a loser um i think it was okay thank you i knew you would know (laughs) christmas 97 i believe i got an n64 i think christmas 98 i got a playstation and i think christmas 99 i got a dreamcast god bless my god bless my my little parents for for trying their hardest oh love them love them to death big shout out to to mama consumable and
0: daddy consumable Tell you what <laughs> that's that's a solid free christmases back to back to back in it oh did you did you have all three consoles at the same time as well
1: i did yeah i kept them oh, all oh. Uh, for a little while i kept them all and they all worked for a little while too <laughs> <laughs> and then went
0: the dreamcast of course <laughs> Did you have any siblings to share with, or was it just you? Did you have it by yourself? Right. So um,
1: I I do have a sister. She's younger. Uh, Never really much into video games, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But my mom did, uh, like, a daycare deal. So there was always, like, there was two boys who would come over. One of them was, uh, like, a year older than me. The other one was, like, two years younger than me. We always played video games together. They had the PlayStation and the Nintendo. So they would bring their games, and they'd bring their controllers, and we'd... And we try to play video games together. Usually it went fine.
0: What what <laughs> games did you get with the N64 when it came out?
1: Off the bat, on that fine Christmas morning. You know what's funny too is I, I distinctly remember, I don't think we had... Uh, our TV wasn't like a nice fancy one. It was an older, de- older deal even for then. Uh, it only had the like a coaxial cable input in the back. It didn't have yeah. the, the, the red, white, and AV port. So um, I think we had to go out. Christmas Day and get an RF adapter for for the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I believe when we went out, I know for a fact the first game that I got
0: with it was Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, see, we've got a rule on this podcast. It isn't Diddy mm-hmm. Kong Racing, it's Timber Tiger Racing because oh, no. <laughs> in this game. Diddy stole it. So many like decent, fun,
1: like every now and again, strangely, the music will pop into my head. Oh. And it'll just be there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, not every it,
1: track. It, every every track, all the tracks, and because they're all that was a game, dude. That was a that was a proper racing game. I didn't fully understand it because <laughs> I was so uh, I would have been seven, I think, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe even younger, six, seven years old. So uh, I remember my buddy. He's like, "If you beat the game, if you beat all the tracks, you had to uh, you had to do all the tracks, and you had to do all the tracks again by collecting the coins." Mm-hmm. Um, the second Dragon, I couldn't beat. I'm sorry, not the second dragon, but the second time you race the dragon, yep. In uh, I couldn't beat him. I didn't understand that you needed to get a perfect launch and that you needed to hit every single boost portal. Because I, I was a kid, I didn't really get it. So I was, I was, I never actually progressed past that race. But yep. um, my buddy was like, if you do the the pig head in the middle of the island opens up, yep. And if you drive over the chicken, it turns the 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 lighthouse into a rocket ship and i'm like you are so full of shit, i can't even believe it <laughs> you know like little kids just making stuff up. But he was
0: right. He was what he was, because if you ran over the frog with the chicken head, then you got drumstick. And yes. to be honest, you know, at that age, because I'm a little bit older than you, just a smidge. Um, but I, I I remember that I couldn't ever get past. So you're one step away from the bit that I got stuck on, because that first whiz pig is just... Yeah. When you face up against the first whiz pig, it is... It took me years. I mean, like, years of coming back to it and going, right, I'm going to give it a go again. I'm going to give it a go again. Um, But I I loved that, though, when you were saying about the whole thing of those rumors that would appear in school about these computer games. And it was so funny, because I used to have it with Ocarina of Time, Goldeneye. There were so many rumors that went went about about them.
1: And they all seemed like bullcrap at the time. It's Mm -hmm. like, no. That's just... Going back, even, I remember my... Uh, my buddy told me that he had a dream that there was a secret ninth world in Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. And I'm like, no, no, there isn't. No, you made that up. You had a dream, whatever. You made that up. He wasn't lying. He was totally right. <laughs> All of these like things that you hear that you're just, and half of them are crap. Oh, if you uh, do something stupid with Lara Croft, you have to like, yeah. what is it? Jump the beat of wannabe or something. Or if you do something like that, then you can see her topless
0: that was one of the biggest rumors that went around in our school like literally the biggest rumor of oh yeah i've done that cheat where uh lava croft is naked what seeing triangle boobs who wants to see triangle boobs um hi hello hi (laughs) (laughs) obviously you said that you had the three consoles together you had the n64 Mm -hmm. you had the playstation Mm -hmm. you had the dreamcast obviously Mm -hmm. we're gonna chat mainly about the n64 right right as as we do yeah because it's sort of centric to the podcast, but out of them two, so the PlayStation, and the Dreamcast, what was your favorite out of the two? So on the Dreamcast, I only ever ended up owning,
1: I think, two games for it. Mm. One of them was Test Drive something. There was a number, I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, which I which I enjoyed quite a bit. And the other one was uh, Sonic Adventure.
0: Yes! What a, <laughs> yeah, <that's> what you're... <laughs> what a game. So I said th- I've said this on the podcast before. Before my N64, I was a Sega boy. I was a Sonic fan. Uh, Tom Campbell, if you're listening, you know my love for your, pod, uh, your podcast about <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, you did. Um, like, I was a real Sonic fan. Now, Sonic Adventure, I only recently got. So, I was, uh, I think it was only last year. I, I remember my friend Sam had it and I played on it, but I hadn't played on it to completion. And I think during one of the lockdowns, I just absolutely caned out uh, Sonic Adventure. It was just, oh, it was such a good game. I'll, I'll admit
1: freely that I never owned a, a memory card for the Sega Dreamcast. So, the furthest I ever made it into Sonic Adventure was. Uh, like a halfway into the game maybe because i could only play as far as i could in one sitting basically
0: yeah that's it yeah uh, we i used to only have a a w so go, we'll bring it back to the n64 in a second but mm-hmm. with the n64 was the same because i only had one memory pack and i could only mm-hmm. this memory pack was not one of the official ones it was one of the cheapy ones you could pick up and the oh. problem was was i could only save one game at a time so Going back to the N64, so Diddy Kong Racing being the first game you ever owned. Now, what other other games can you remember owning? So, like, right off the bat, uh, that that
1: same day when we went out Christmas Day to get that RF cable, we mm-hmm. also went out and I'm, I think like my aunt, and my uncle, somebody like gave me some cash money. Yeah, as you as you do to your niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. I uh, I I bought San Francisco Rush with that money.
0: My son's favorite game. I'm not even joking, you. It is my son's favorite game. He loves it.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. What's what's better than Rush? Just off the bat, you just get hit with it as soon as you fire it up rush that's i always remember that <laughs> and then like the 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 vague like 90s like upbeat music that would play throughout the
0: entire it- <laughs> I I love that. I'm more likely playing the bed underneath and it sounded exactly what you've just done because it was that sort of music where it was just like a drum beat like that, like like completely over the board, completely energetic. And the sprites on the screen were so colourful, bright, uh, not Mm -hmm. a lot of detail to them. But as I said, even going on 25 years later, my son loves that game. It's only eight years old. He loves it.
1: I have I haven't played it in years when I was eight years old that game was my life I'll tell you that much i I made it basically my mission to find like all of the strange little secret little shortcut half of them weren't even shortcuts there was a whole like stunt track that you could find on That's one right. of the levels oh, I loved I, I I made it me and my buddies would just we wouldn't even race we would just drive around the tracks I, I don't know why I found it so I'm thinking about it now and I want to play it I just it's not even so like all the sprites like you said they were like I would always set my car to bright red or bright green Mm -hmm. I would always pick the fastest car Mm -hmm. uh and it was the one car that for some reason when it would get like crumbled in the back end there would be like a big letter T right in the middle of the back I know that's super vague and it's such a weird thing to remember but if you ever like if you watch your son play it like one of the two faster sports cars um, when you crunch the back of it, like if you boing, boing, boing off a couple of cars, yeah, yeah. there is a big, obvious, like, Roman... Time's new Roman T right Ooh. in the middle of... I don't know why. It's just this weird... I don't know. it's It doesn't... You know it's what? not he supposed more,
0: to be. He knows which one it is. He'll more likely know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's
1: not... It was so apparent, and it was... It, me and my buddies referred to it as the T-car. It's oh, it's the best car in the game. We didn't sound like that. We were children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: He just had very deep voices for eight years old. That's
1: right. Yeah, it's deeper than now. Deeper than I have right now at the age of thirty-one. I uh, this is me at eight. This is me at thirty-one. This is me at forty-three. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. My voice is having a Benjamin Button
0: moment. <laughs> so, what other games did you get? Do you remember uh, in those sort of early years of the N sixty-four?
1: So I made a I made a list just so I could, just so Ooh. I wouldn't. So, like,
0: I don't think I have them all
1: written down, but I tried to write down, like, all the games that I had that I remembered having at the very minimum. Mm. I rented a lot of games because that's what you did back then. That was yeah. that time.
0: Blockbuster was the place to go. And I imagine it's similar in the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm.
1: So we had uh, where I where I am in the, this neck of the world. I think it was a national chain, but we had what was called Hollywood Video. Uh, mm-hmm. They just didn't have... Uh, their, their whole shtick was uh, Blockbuster would only rent let you rent new releases for two nights, I think it was. Whereas Hollywood Video would let you rent new releases for five nights because...
0: Ooh, so you got to uh, proper sink your teeth into it.
1: That's, and I, I, <laughs> it's so funny today thinking of the idea like, oh, I got I to gotta return my movie to the movie store. It's like you got you to gotta take time out of your day to go somewhere just to drop off a movie or a vi- what the f-
0: Now you can rent all new releases or anything else for five days. Really? Yes. Yeah, so you can just enjoy it at your own pace. At other video stores, you only get one day on new releases. So you can't enjoy it because you're too worried about getting it back on time. And then you gotta fly out the door in order to get to the video store before it closes. And, and the clock is ticking, the phone is ringing, the late fees are piling up so high.
1: He's really into special effects.
0: Oh. Hollywood video has Star Wars the Phantom Menace for five days so you can watch it again and again welcome to Hollywood Hollywood video uh, no <laughs> I, I mean like I, I to tell you what we I grew up in this little village in uh, <laughs> Hampshire so in the countryside hence why I got this weird accent and um, we used <laughs> to go to the shops every Tuesday on summer holidays used <laughs> to go to the shops with my grandmother and rent videos now eight-year-old Cliff my my nanny Perry bless her so used to get <laughs> (laughs) away with anything so it's turning around to my son now saying that i used to go there with my nan and convince her to let me rent out again batman forever sorry no yes not batman forever batman returns so even better it was the darker one the one Mm -hmm. that eight year olds maybe should not be watching with (laughs) daddy devito as the penguin yes to, to explain something like that to him that you had to actually physically go to the shop get the get the cassette get the video wind's back because i i've got i collect cassettes so i occasionally say to him about oh you got to make sure you rewind them back why because if not i'm, I'm not going to be at the place i want to be oh doesn't it reset it itself no it's no these are things that they just
1: kids don't think about i'm glad that we had time to adjust i'll put it like that mm. because we are so far from vhs DVD, Blu-ray, all digital media now. We're so far from I can I can fire up a movie on my PlayStation 5. I can turn my PlayStation 5 off. I can turn it on in 2 weeks and it'll start that movie from where I left it. Yeah. Which is wild. And I don't even have to own the movie. I can just like summon it from the cloud. So the the fact that we have come so far in such a short time when you really think about it too. I'm I'm thankful for it, but at the same time like this younger generation has the young kids these days how old am I? <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a nephew who has he plays uh, Nintendo Switch every now and again he's never seen yeah. any kind of cartridge or any kind all of his media is digital he watches everything on a tablet everything's on It's there's no like you call your fans cartridge blowers right?
0: yeah I do indeed there's,
1: there's, there's no cartridge blowing anymore It's so sad. Although ultimately, that's fine. To answer your original question about other games that I may have played on the, or owned specifically. um, So there were a few like big ones that stuck with me that Mm -hmm. like I wanted in my life. I needed, I played them all the time. Only on the N64, of course. Um, Mm. So off the bat, one of the games that I remember is, um, and for for better or for worse,
0: South Park. Uh, so, uh, So I'm a massive fan of South Park and I get really annoyed with people that just jump on its back it's, it's, Turok, it's Turok 2 with yep. a South Park skin now if that happened today my argument is, is that it would be like oh look at this amazing modded version of Turok where somebody's put South Park characters on isn't it funny isn't it brilliant no nope, because it was done at the time as a buyable game it was like nah and it was a bit of a money grab but I just I love it. I'm, I'm a real big fan of South Park.
1: And if I remember correctly, too, they let the, the characters swore in that game, like more they so than they, they did in the right. So I brought I, I got that, I believe, the Christmas after I got the N64. Oh, um, no, so I got,
0: you were like nine.
1: Uh, right, yeah, I was quite young. I should not have been I should not have been watching South Park, <laughs> um, admittedly. And uh, strangely enough, it's the only point in my life where I watched South Park for whatever reason.
0: oh really you not a soap yeah, yeah. fan then.
1: No, I'm not. No, and not in like a, I don't hold anything against it. I actually think that oh, it's no, like it's good for for political commentary and parody cuz they do a good job skewering a lot of things. And yep. it's basically become a late night institution in that regard, especially in America. Mm-hmm. But like I don't it's just it's not for me. and that's fine. And uh that's but like- when, I ki- when I was a kid, when I was a kid, they're swearing the kids are swearing. They said Shit. So, <laughs> so they peed on a snowball. <laughs> so I, I thought it was the funniest game. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I got it for Christmas, the Christmas after I got the N64. And mm-hmm. I was determined to bring that to my aunt and uncle's house so I could play it there. My aunt and uncle were very religious, and they still are. <laughs> How did they
0: react?
1: Uh, so my mom was like, you're going to keep that video game quiet. You're going to put it on mute. And I was like, okay. And I remember I was in my cousin's room. No one else was in there, but it was just off the kitchen. So I'm in my cousin's room playing it. And I'm like, no one's around. Just turn it up a little (laughs) bit. Turn it up a little bit more. Turn it up a little bit more. Because there's not a lot of sound. There's not a lot. The only time you really hear anything
0: is when. And they talk. Literally, it's just a little tune and they're talking. That's all you hear.
1: Yeah. And then they'll get into combat and it's like, oh, what the f***? So that's basically what happened is uh, I was like putting her along and a bunch of turkeys came out and they all came at me and I think I was playing his guy uh, what the f- or whatever he said and uh, my aunt heard it Peter what are you playing in there that's not nice Peter your mother bought that for you oh Peter so there's that game Uh <laughs> 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 um, oh, that's, it's, that's like my i never really like got super i didn't really i wasn't into uh first person shooters so i would get lost a lot playing that game um mm. uh, being a kid you know you don't really get stuff so I, I would wander around i would get lost and then a couple years later when i was like 10 or 11 years old uh my buddy and i would play it quite a bit because he explained to me he's like we would play the two-player mode and we would shoot each other with the cow gun
0: Yes, the rocket which, launcher, cow launcher gun. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: which I thought was the funniest thing in the world because it would like get a little cow stuck on the opponent's head, I believe.
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah, you run around. Just,
1: yeah, and they would just flail around. It was the mm-hmm. funniest thing to me. So we would do that quite a bit, and I still didn't understand like, oh, this is what a first-person shooter is. Even though I was like ten or eleven because I just didn't play them. Hmm. Um. So that was a big one. Uh, another big one. I even had the. Um. The game Guide, the walkthrough for this one okay. and of course this is a this is an all time classic no one's gonna fight me on this one it's It's just it's banjo kazooie
0: uh oh, the uh yeah quite quite evident uh seeing that you can see over my shoulder banjo holding a game boy color there and, yeah. um and the music of my podcast might be pretty evident i'm a huge banjo kazooie <laughs> fan huge it's a classic banjo. oh. In my opinion, the great greatest platform ever. It's nice. It's yeah. It's my favorite platform ever. I I can't really go from that. It's just perfect. Now
1: let me ask you something about it.
0: Go on, because I do. You know what? I've kept my opinion of Banjo very secret. Because if not, it's going to be a very whole. But it's going to be a whole podcast eventually. But go on. I'm I'm allowing you, Pete.
1: Okay, no, so this is more like gameplay. This is just because you'll know, and I I don't remember. On Mm. the original game, because I haven't played the original game in years, I did play the Xbox 360 arcade version. In the original, uh, on the Xbox 360 version of the game, when you go into Worlds, uh, whatever notes that you've collected, stay collected. In the original version, I don't know if I remember this writer, they, do, they didn't say, when you went back into the world, you had to recollect them, right?
0: Correct, yeah. So every time you went into a world, you would mm-hmm. have to collect whatever you finished that world on, that's how many you collected, or if you lost all your lives. So let's say with it, you would stick with it. So I, in fact, I've been playing it recently. I've been having a little run through myself, mm-hmm. and it got to 11 o'clock at night, and I was missing these free f***ing notes. Oh. And I'm going, where are these notes? And obviously, I can't go to bed because if I exit the game, I'm going to have to collect all of the 97 <laughs> again to get to them free. So, yes, you're absolutely bang on. You did not. Whatever you left with, that's how many you collected.
1: Okay. I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure that that was the mechanic in the original game. It's almost like it, a
0: roguelike in that regard. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those games. It's it's uh, it's it was very original for that time because you were entering levels and almost like that element of because obviously with the jiggies when you got the jiggies that was it you got the jigsaw piece um but at the same time it was really trying to encourage people to do that completion you know not just collecting bits but it's asking trying to get you to do it to completion obviously with donkey kong 64 if you've ever played that oh we'll talk about that that went a bit too far with it, but we'll, we'll go on to go on. Tell me some more yours before I tread over into Donkey Kong sixty four. Well, I can I can still
1: go on about banjo. I mean, let's 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 briefly. Uh, <laughs> I I love love that game when I was a kid. I still love mm. it. I've never been like super into like. Uh, Buying the merch and being about it, and just I just keep it with me, kind of thing. And like mm-hmm. I'll think about it, and I'll like I'll stew on it, and like that's my way of showing appreciation. I keep a lot of things inward. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to those kinds of games, like especially Banjo, I have like a big love for it. It's yeah. just not like a big outward love. I remember playing the game as a kid, and I I was pretty sure that that was the mechanic, and I hated it when I was a kid. I had the walkthrough; it told you where everything was. But I just found that to be such a pain that I didn't want to deal with. Like, uh, I'm already in this. If I back out, then the 67 notes is the 67 notes that I have. Then I got to get all those 67 again and then some. I just didn't. I don't like roguelikes usually. Uh, I don't like that kind of mechanic. I don't. I don't like grinding. I don't like doing things that I've already done again. It's it boggles my mind. Even when I was a kid. It's always just been something that... So when it came to that one little part of Banjo, hated it. Everything else, loved it. Loved the characters, loved the worlds, loved everything. I loved everything. And when I replayed it on the Xbox, I, 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 I... I... It's not official. I don't have the achievement because there was a glitch. One of the puzzle pieces, I was not given. And I can't get it again. It's somewhere in... It's the last or the second to last level. It's the one with the four seasons in it.
0: Uh, click clock um, click uh, ah yeah, click click clock tap. Oh for God's sake, yeah, that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, click the clock way, woods.
0: Yeah, yeah, click clock woods. There you go. So yeah, the one where you have to change through the seasons in the level. Yeah? Yes.
1: Which in one was it? Some, do you remember? I. It's. Uh, I don't even. So at this point, like it's like a year on now. So I don't really. It was one of them. Uh, I don't even, that's the problem. I don't even know. I went back and I did all of the things to try to get all of the pieces again. And none of them, yeah, none of them procured a piece. So I 100% of that game. I got all the notes. I got all the gingos. The I got all the honeycombs. I got all the puzzle pieces that I could have gotten. I should have all the achievements, but I don't. I will live with that. It's okay. <laughs> but I, I I actually beat the game. Uh, when I played it the second time. As a kid, I beat very few games. Because mm. I wasn't good at games. I am still not that good at games. You playing for Even fun. Mine. You know? You know? <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You don't have to be good. <laughs> as long as you have fun. Who really That's gives not
0: my That's it.
1: So I had plenty of fun when I was a kid. All kinds of fun. So <laughs> so to beat it as an adult, that felt pretty good. That was Yo. so like to take it back as an adult, it's like here's a game that I played as a kid. I'm still enjoying it as an adult. I'm going to
0: beat it as an adult. and I'm going to feel good
1: about it. And I did. So like, that felt really good to have it come full circle like that. Felt really good.
0: It is one of those moments of that, that all the memories of trying to get to that point. And then when you beat Gruntilda and you've, you've done it, you're like, ah, it's like, it's it's that feel good moment, isn't it? It's that amazing feel good moment. I
1: also, I will admit I watched YouTube videos to get it done. But even watching YouTube videos to get it done to get all 100%. It was still kind of tough. Mm. And it was it was enjoyable and I felt rewarded and that's that's what counts at the end of the day. So if you so we can go uh one of two ways because we have we have a branching timeline here. We can talk about next Donkey Kong or we can talk about Zelda. Which 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 do you want to go for first?
0: We're seeing that we already teased the collector fond that it is Donkey Kong sixty four, we'll go for Donkey Kong first. We'll leave Ocarina to the ends because uh, I I've I've just spent enough time gushing. I don't want to talk about my favorite game of all time just yet.
1: <laughs> all right, Donkey Kong sixty four. <laughs> Again, as a kid. I, I played
0: all the Donkey like, Kong. You honestly sounded like Donkey Kong when he's fighting,
1: then.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's. Ugh. It's. I played the first three games on on Super Nintendo. They are some of my favorite mm-hmm. games of all time, especially the first one.
0: The, oh, the second one I always think is just a masterpiece. Oh, I love so, the second one.
1: And the music in them? Oh,
0: oh. oh beautiful.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> I got um so one of the it they 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 did it as like a selling point, I feel like, of Donkey Kong 64 was that it came with the expansion pack. And that you needed the expansion
0: the, pack. I can tell you the exact reason why if you want me to.
1: Yeah, there was like a glitch that they couldn't patch out and they needed to hard Completely. patch it with the pack.
0: <laughs> so, no game, no game actually apart from the only game that actually genuinely needed the extra RAM was Majora's Mask. Yes. The only game that has genuinely needed that extra RAM. Every other game did not need it, it would just make high definition. But yeah, exactly that. It was they had a patch. They were like, well, We could just, we could just do it this way instead. I'd love that. I love the laziness of that. It's like, no, just
1: release a whole peripheral. Just send a whole new thing with the console. Just send a whole new, not the console, the game. Just send a whole new thing. Whole new thing with it. It'll be fine.
0: Nintendo were furious. Nintendo were furious. I'll go into this until another podcast, but Nintendo were not happy. You imagine creating this peripheral that you think, oh, well, we're going to sell it on, get another £50 from every N64 because they want to make the, the RAM bigger, and then Rare hold up their hands and go, actually... <laughs> <laughs> um... They can't play our game without it. And they're like, what? They can't, yeah. they can't. play our game without it. Well, you're gonna have to buy them now, aren't you, <laughs> Red? <look at> <laughs> yeah, Red, you're gonna have to buy all these bloody expansion packs now. So, you, if you want people to play your game,
1: you shit weird little fuckery of a game. Oh my god. I'm
0: gonna, we're gonna sell you so to Microsoft in five three years' time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
1: The first three games are such classics. And I get yeah. that you you change with the times. We went from 2D landscapes to three D landscapes. I get it, that's fine. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. However, mm-hmm. and I did not play a lot. Uh, admittedly, I did not play a lot of Donkey Kong 64 because. I didn't f- get it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs>
1: Especially as a kid, those first three games were super straightforward. You go left to right, you collect the things, you kill the things, you get to the end. Okay, done. With whatever Donkey Kong 64 was, I didn't I, I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I didn't understand a thing.
0: So you were saying you were saying about uh gaming guides without a gaming guide i don't understand how anybody could have completed that game i might have had one (laughs) but the amount you had to collect like the amount like you have to collect the bananas not just as one character But as five characters, then you (laughs) then on top of that, you have to collect the blueprints as all of these characters. Then you have to collect the bananas, the golden bananas as all of these characters. Then you have to collect all the balloons and the special bits as all of these characters. like in every single level. And it is the most tedious thing you've ever played because you're like. I've already done this as one character. Why do I have to do it with another three? Why do I have to do it with another four? Why why am I doing this again? Play our
1: game. Enjoy our game. Be in the world. Enjoy the game. 50 hours and 60 hours. Enjoy the game. Enjoy. And they sold it with. When, when they included that expansion pack, they were like, this will enhance the capabilities of the Nintendo 64, allowing it to unlock the true capabilities of Donkey Kong 64, the greatest game <laughs> ever made for the Nintendo 64, the greatest console ever made on the greatest planet ever in the galaxy. It's like, would you... So I got it thinking like, holy crap, this is going to change my entire life. And I played it for like, I, I genuinely don't remember playing it that much, honestly, because I thought it was such... <laughs> terrible it was terrible especially compared to the other games it was terrible
0: so the martin from now and then 64 is now rocking backwards and forwards because that man now playing the game is bad enough streaming the game (laughs) then then promising your stream you would do it to the 101% completion because it's 101% you complete it to not 100% Mm. he did all of that on stream and there's mini games the mini games from that computer game are hell I don't know if you can remember the mini games I don't beaver bother, where you had to, you were the crocodile, and you had to snap all the little beavers into the hole. That that sounds sounds like a oh. massive euphemism, but it, 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 you, you're snapping the little beavers into the hole, and oh. uh, I'm there were there was the one where you had to all the lights switched off and you had to make sure you shoot the right bit. I mean, like this, the the mini games in that flipping game are terrible. I think the the mine the minecart one was the only one I used to enjoy, if I remember rightly, um, where you're sort of going around a track so and avoid the minecarts with the explosives in. But other than that, it's just it, it's almost like. We're going to use this game so we can make Banjo-Tooie really good. And that's what they did. With Donkey Kong 64. So Banjo-Tooie was really entertaining. That's the only thing I could see it as.
1: Donkey Kong 64 crawled so Banjo-Tooie could run.
0: (laughs) Uh, Don't you hate it when they do
1: games? So Rockstar did that basically with Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Red Dead they Redemption did. was a, a tech demo for the, the weapon system for Grand Theft Auto 4. And they, they accidentally made it
0: really, really good. Yeah, they accidentally made one of the best games of all time.
1: <laughs> and then they purposely made the best game of all time. Red Dead 2. I genuinely believe that Red Dead Redemption 2, and I know it might be a recency bias. I believe that's the best game of all time.
0: It's definitely in my top 10. And uh, they did, obviously, the anniversary for Xbox recently. And it tells you what the game you've played the most is mm-hmm. on Xbox. And Red Dead is their top... And that's funny because I am obsessed with Skyrim, like obsessed. That I was like, ah, oh, well, it's obviously Skyrim. Red, De- Red Dead Two. Oh. Wow! <laughs> and I did not expect it to be there. I love Red Dead Two, but I just didn't expect it to be there. I don't know why. But no, I, I is there's an argument for that. It is the greatest of all time.
1: I, I, it just it hits on so many. Well, I'll try to keep it to N64, but real briefly no, no, no. it hits it hits on so many levels it's just so just beautiful emotional beautiful <clears throat> there's one that mm, no i won't go there because there will be a bunch of spoilers and i don't want to spoil it for
0: anyone <laughs> no to leave it that but do you know what that segues us very nicely into your next game you're going to mention because there could be no red dead redemption or any game with that epic landscapes without your next game you were going to mention mm-hmm um
1: which is i i i think you're hoping it's zelda Uh, it is it is zelda (laughs) right okay so here's the thing cliff i've never played any zelda game on nintendo 64 fair enough <laughs> you just disconnect. You block me on Discord. You unfollow me on. Discord. You have the most polite smile right now. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, it's not for everyone, and I sort of get it. I just—it um,
1: wasn't for me, especially when I was a kid, and I still haven't played it to this day. Never played Majora's was Mask. Never played. What's the other one on there?
0: Ocarina of Time.
1: Ocarina of Time, which you you already said. That's how, that's, oh my goodness, I'm going to piss off every single one of your listeners. That's how much it means to me.
0: Well, do you know what? I'm going to annoy all those PlayStation fans out there. I've never played Final Fantasy VII. So Neither have I. It's
1: fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's, fine. <laughs> it's, fine.
0: it's totally fine.
1: <laughs> so now- um, I have, I basically have nothing. Okay. So I can't talk about Zelda a little bit. I did play, um, I think it was Link's Awakening on Super Nintendo
0: yeah uh game boy
1: okay so it wasn't so i have the name wrong then so it would have been um linked to the past linked to the past on super nintendo okay i do remember playing that and understanding none of it again being a kid (laughs) um and then i did play a little bit of twilight princess on the wii
0: see yeah twilight princess is an interesting one for me because um i have been playing it for the last year and for me i really cannot stand the bits when you're the wolf to the point of that i i get bored and i sort of <laughs> just drift off from it and then go and play like i i said this in a um uh, discord chat yesterday in fact i'm now playing five at this current moment i i'm still playing five zelda games so I'm playing Four Swords, yeah. I'm playing uh, Breath of the Wild, I'm playing Wind Waker, and I'm playing the other two N64 versions. And literally, every time I go and play, pick up Twilight Princess, I start enjoying it, but then I just go, hmm, and switch off from it. I think it just tries too hard. Twilight Princess tries way too hard.
1: And it ultimately wasn't for me either. I, I think it's just those that style of game
0: that series of games just doesn't tickle my fancy and that's absolutely fine you know somebody we both know uh, from chatting to him on the interweb is tom campbell and he said about you know he tried to complete ocarina of time and it just wasn't for him and that's cool that's mm-hmm. the whole thing with games they're all perceptive
1: i remember years ago i saw a tweet i think it was from the comedian um Oh, who was it? It doesn't matter who it was. I saw a tweet from a comedian and he said something to the effect of, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. They've never really been for me. What game should I start with to get into the series? And I think I left a response something to the effect of like, if it's not for you, you don't have to play it. Just because everyone else, it's if it's not for you, it's not for you. That's totally fine. It you don't it doesn't have you don't have to you don't have to intake every piece of media that isn't for you. It's okay to have taste. It's okay to 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 have opinion it's oh. okay you don't have to be into We've,
0: everything we see so much toxicity with our other love with wrestling oh. um and you see it so often and you just sit there and go if he, they've enjoyed it and you haven't that's cool that's fine That that's fine because that's their opinion and that's the thing. It's entertainment. It's perceptive. You know, you, you can have a perception of it, and it'd be completely different to somebody else. So don't worry, I'd, I'd never hold it again. You know, Ocarina of Time, and Zelda games especially, are very niche. Now, obviously, you said you, you've you never played a Zelda game. That's mm-hmm. cool. But it was there a game for this console you hated?
1: Hated? Absolutely or hated. Or
0: disliked. Or okay. disliked.
1: So... this this might not go over well either um (laughs) i I would say mm, there is a i didn't hate it there is a strong dislike um and it wasn't for me for oh god help me um super mario 64 oh no (gasps) your face just dropped i'm off the i'm off the podcast this is not getting published Oh my god. Why? It, what what do you like about Mario I don't 64? Know. I don't know. It's something about I liked the 2D aspect of it. And again, coming from like yeah. I played all these games as a kid and then like as I grew up, the games grew up, they became 3D and I tried to play them and it just didn't click with me like the 2D ones did. And I'm not even a, the biggest fan of 2D games. There are, I just even said my favorite game of all time is Red Dead Redemption 2. Most of my favorite games are now 3D games. It just so happens mm. that when it comes to Mario, I don't
0: like it in that format. I don't know what it, it is. I sort of get it because it's so unique. Obviously, you've, we've had more 3D Mario games since. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lot tr- tried to mirror that element of Mario 64 where it was on a floating island. Every level was on a almost floating island. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've had it with Odyssey. We've had it with so many other bits, you know, uh, uh, other Mario games. <laughs> is it the element of that you make one mistake, you drop off, and you you die, fall and die, or is it just 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 didn't, never clicked at all with you?
1: I think it's overall the the that level design, not even just mm. the the fall and you die kind of idea. It's just overall the way that they design those levels as as a three D platformer. It just didn't do it for me. It's so weird to explain. Because I've played games like maybe because it's non-linear and I want my mm. my want my 3D platformers to be linear. I don't know. Because I've played Crash Bandicoot, love Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. That was that's a 3D platformer, but that's very linear. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's super yeah. hard to describe. Uh maybe I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't like a problem solver when I was a kid, but even thinking about it now, like no part of me wants to fire up Mario 64. And I've seen a lot of people play it. I've played it a bunch because we would play mm-hmm. it with friends and the friends would bring it over. Ooh, it's the Mario game.
0: And yeah, yeah, whatever. See, it's it's a weird one because with me, I, I, I with Mario 64, I hear a lot of people say something very similar. And you know, I, I, I see it, you know, if I was to sit here and talk to 400 people about Banjo Kazooie, I think a fair majority say, love it obviously we've done our mini history of super mario and super mario 64 um before but there is very much a feeling with mario 64 that even though it was the best-selling fifth generation title so no other title in that fifth generation so that's playstation saturn <laughs> or um uh, uh dreamcast it was the top selling game okay but that's because it came with most of the n64s as 29 million. And obviously, <laughs> 29 million N64s, and 64s. And then 90% of them are coming with a first game as Mario 64. So very rarely you see it as a boxed game, really. Right. Um So, yeah, it, it maybe it's that. I, I, it was so with with you being a wrestling fan very quickly. Uh-huh. Did you did you play any of the wrestling games?
1: So I didn't become a wrestling f- so I was I was only a wrestling fan as a child between two thousand two and two thousand
0: four. then I didn't pick up wrestling Uh-oh, again baby. until twenty sixteen. Oh wow. So you 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 had a hell of a break from it.
1: I did, yeah. So like I did I wasn't into it as like a younger kid, didn't play any of the wrestling games. Uh I didn't oh. so like W uh was it WCW NWO Revenge. That's the one that everybody says is a... Uh, never played that, never played No Mercy, never played any of those. Uh but I did when I got into wrestling, um in 2002 to 2004, I did play the SmackDown games on PlayStation and PlayStation
0: 2. Cause it's so that was going to be actually the last question is that obviously at the end of that, you had three of the four, uh, fifth generation consoles. Yes. So you went PlayStation 2 afterwards.
1: Oh, so, uh, afterwards, I, I mean, Dreamcast was the end of the line for Sega and my Dreamcast Mm -hmm. crapped out really quick. So that was the end of the line with me for Sega anyway. So, um, i did get a gamecube i did get a playstation uh two and i did get an xbox and then i also like going forward still i had a I, i've kept up with video games or i've tried really hard to keep up with video games so like going forward from there mm-hmm. i i further bought a playstation 3 and xbox 360 and a wii and then i that was where it
0: ended with nintendo for me so oh you never got a switch Um, uh,
1: so my nephew has a switch Lite that i have messed around with occasionally
0: Oh, that's all you need. That's all you need. I've got a switch light. That's all you need, my friend. And then, cuz I'm did you you didn't keep your N64 then?
1: Oh, so I have a really and I'm glad you asked this question because I have mm. a really like fun story with the end of my N64. Oh,
0: uh, a nice way to end it. Well, it's, not nice, it's
1: not nice at all. It's just oh, fun.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's kind oh, of yeah. No. <laughs> So, um, when I think this was either while I was in college or just after college, um, being broke, uh, I needed money. So I sold, I ventured to sell my N64 and the games with it on Craigslist. Uh, do you guys have Craigslist in the
0: UK? Uh, no we yeah we don't really have craigslist well to my knowledge i swear a load of people going yes we do cliff it was very much a thing (laughs) though that was more popular and you hear more we we knew of it through osmosis through you know movies and tv shows we know of craigslist it's it's
1: the original facebook marketplace basically Mm -hmm. i sold it online and it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't the best experience we'll say that um the person i sold it to and i'm trying to remember why i sold it i think i just needed money i, I think i sold it for all the console and all the games i had i think i sold it for like 60 dollars us uh, i i i met the the dude in uh, a parking lot which was fine it was so like an open place i wasn't gonna right so it just doesn't get too weird don't worry it doesn't get too weird um i met him in a parking lot uh, we we got to chatting. He's like, "Oh, what do you do?" And I'm like, I, "I I think I had graduated from college at that point, and I was still looking for a job, and I had nothing." And I'm like, "Oh, that's why I'm selling this. I got no money, and I needed a couple bucks to do whatever I was gonna do." Um, I think I used it to buy Grand Theft Auto Five. Like oh, I used, all, heck. yeah, I think I used all sixty of those dollars to turn around and buy Grand Theft Auto Five. So,
0: uh, do, do you miss do you miss your N64?
1: Yes. so this dude uh i got to talking with him and especially because of the way this went down i got to talking with him and he's uh i'm like i don't have a job i'm looking for a job and he goes well i run a company that's like uh how did he put it he said it was like a like a uh, like some kind of company that like helps people with their finances or something he's like we're like a group that like you know people come to us and we we help them Sort out their finance. It's like I'm like, oh, so like financial advising goes, something like that. Yeah. And we can like point people in the direction of like uh help and benefits and stuff like that. I was like, that sounds great. He goes, Yeah, and we're looking for he's like, You have a college degree. He said, I'm like, Yeah, I do. He goes, So we couldn't we could start you a little bit, you could start you in like a supervisor position. And I was like, What what would I be doing? He's like, You'd oh, be wow. supervising the people who would be uh it sounded like it sounded like a cold call company from the way he said it, and I was like, Ooh he's like you'd be supervising the people who are who are uh who are trying to get the services or something how he put it and i was like okay um it sounds great and he's like yeah so i'll talk to my president about it and we'll get back to you uh i think this was a saturday so we'll get back to you on monday we'll send you an email we'll give you a call i was like wow this sounds great the president of the company wow and this guy's like i don't remember what he said he was it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> I I mentioned it. I was so excited. I called my friend at the time and I was talking to her about it. And I'm like, oh, I met with this guy was selling my N64. I met with him. He was offering me this job. It's it's this financial advising or something. It's And I gave her the name of the company. I can't remember what it is now, but I gave her the name of the company. And I'm like, mm. it's, it's some sort of financial advising or something. She goes, that sounds really weird. I'm like, why does it sound weird? She goes, I think my friend who was at the gym was offered that same exact job and I'm like oh I hope not at the gym she was offered the job she's like she said some guy came up to her at the gym and offered her that job <laughs> she's like that sounds super familiar I'm like oh man So because I got super oh, excited no. so then I go home because I, I, uh, I had stopped off at my buddy's house I can't remember why then I went home uh, and I think I called her on the way back to my house and told her this and, and so when I got to my house I um, I looked up the name of the company uh, mm. cross reference with the guy's name because I had his email address yeah, and i found like five or six posts online about like this company is a scam this guy tries to get you to work for him and all you do is cold oh, call no. people to sell them a scam yeah exact yeah and he and i'm like oh no crap damn it oh. so he called me that monday morning to try to set up a, some sort of business lunch he claimed it would be and i'm like yeah. what are they gonna do like we're gonna to go to lunch, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, let's go discuss this in the lobby," and then they leave me with the bill, kind of thing. Like, mm. I, so I never contacted him again. I never called him back or anything, but did sell my N sixty four and my games
0: to that guy. What? What, what a way to say it. so that I've never heard a retro console be used as a part of a bartering tool for a fraud. <laughs> I couldn't believe. <laughs> Welcome to America, Cliff. <laughs> Hey, it's oh. been an, uh, what a way to end it um that it's been an absolute pleasure mate and to hopefully get you back on again uh that has i'd been love to enjoy talking to you um just remind everybody who you are again and where they can find you
1: i don't know who i am or where i am or what i'm doing here my name is consumable pete i stream on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash consumable pete you can also follow me on twitter if you want i'm not super active on this uh twitter twitter.com forward slash consumable pete. also on instagram posted three pictures on there in the last year and a half instagram.com forward slash consumable I got that branding down baby nobody's got that name it's perfect
0: you you you, you, and you're getting your name out there at least three times a year on twitter twitter um ah, on instagram well that's
1: the one that's the one cliff there you go it's
0: late. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I,
1: I I just want to before we go. I want to thank you for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure, and I do hope we get to do it again because I can talk about anything forever.
0: It's been it's been a bloody joy, mate. It's been a joy, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Yes. Bye. And there we have it. What, I really enjoyed that chat. We were so to. You, obviously, with time difference, I was up until coming on quarter to 11, that conversation finished. I had Natty telling me off because I'm loud. And he said at the end, he was like, I'm sorry, I'm loud and I encourage other people to be loud. Oh, no, no, Pete, Pete, I need no encouragement, my friend. <laughs> I'm very loud, aren't I, Anakin? He's waving. Again. He's not waving. It's a dog. Anyway. Next show, we're going back for a battle for gingos, Ginjo. and we will be putting these two games off against each other. ISS 1998, one of the best football games of all time, in my opinion. And I'll be facing off against another game I consider one of the greatest football computer games of all time. Not just because blurs the opening song. No, FIFA '98 World to the World Cup. So that is coming in two weeks' time. If you go over to Twitter now, you can go and vote. The vote is up. Well, actually, if you're listening six six o'clock in the morning, the vote might be not be up. Uh, actually, do you know what? I will put it up after I finished recording this. Be up. It's be up for Thursday. So it was up yesterday. Oh, time. Oh, time. What is it anymore? Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Remember, you can get hold of me over on the Twitch on uh, 8.30 till 11 every Friday and Sunday. We do a lovely show. Come and interact with all the lovely cartridge blowers that you see. Get shout outs every time I do a podcast. As well as Twitter. If you want to come and follow me over at Twitter or Instagram, it's at n64 life podcast if you want to come and interact with all of us in real time uh, it's, it's it's it has days where it gets busier but uh come and join the discord the link is in the notes below as well as if you want to come send me a little email if that's telling me how much all oh, your memories of the n64 or if you want to get involved with this because i've got a queue of people that will be uh, joining me for these lovely chats but if you want to come and join me for one of these chats then send me an email n64livepodcast at gmail.com or if you're in Spain buntacom. anyway that's it, another, t- another podcast done, still on track hopefully if my tooth doesn't completely cut out that is I'll liking it I actually, no joke, when I did that intro, a bit more broke off. No joke, no joke. I had to keep a bit of two. Disgusting, I know. But anyway, I shall catch you all very, very soon.